Welcome to Rhema for Today. So then it's safe to say, from any contradiction, from any intelligent person, that in all five instances, when they received the Holy Ghost, here in the Acts of the Apostles, they spoke with other tongues. Hallelujah. And one should expect to speak with other tongues today. Amen. And if they don't, then they really don't have a bona fide experience. Keep on drinking till you get full. They were all filled. They were all filled. But now it doesn't end there. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 5, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. All right. So then, the, the apostles which abode in Jerusalem heard that the Samaritans had received the Word of God, being born again, not a corruptible seed, but incorruptible, even the Word of God, by the Word of God. Sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might be saved. Prayed for them that they might be born again. Prayed for them that they might become Christians. Prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Stop reading right there. Well, they don't say they spoke with tongues. Wait a minute, though. Let's read the next verse. When Simon saw that through the laying on of hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. Well, you can't see the Holy Ghost, can you? There had to be some kind of a evidence. Something happened for him to know they'd received the Holy Ghost. You wouldn't offer money for something. You can't even see nothing happen. See, you see in some churches, people are confirmed, hands are laid on, they're supposed to see the Holy Ghost, but they don't speak with tongue, nothing happens, you couldn't see anything. Who'd want to buy that? Amen? I said, amen? Notice when Simon saw. Wonder what he saw. Why don't you turn back to the Acts, to the second chapter of Acts again. Second chapter of Acts again. The Word of God tells us here, we, we read the first four verses, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, skip down to the 14th verse. But Peter standing up with eleven, lift up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all you that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken unto my words, for these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days. Hallelujah. Saith God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream dreams. And so on. Now, I want you to notice, ask yourself this question. What did they see and hear on the day of Pentecost? Well, they thought they was drunk. 
So they must have been drunk. It's all like drunk men. And then they heard him speak with tongues. Amen. 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 Well, here, Simon saw something. What do you suppose he saw? Amen. Amen. Well, then secondly, if you're a student of history, go back and read the early church fathers. And they all agree that they spoke in tongues at Samaria. Besides that, let's go on reading here. I want you to see something. Simon saw that through laying on the hands of the Holy Ghost was given the offer of their money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. Some people thought Peter's, uh, Simon was trying to buy the Holy Ghost. He wasn't. He's was trying to buy the power to lay hands on them and people receive the Holy Ghost. Now notice, Peter said to him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Now notice that 21st verse. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter. Now look that word matter up in the Greek concordance. The root word from which matter is translated here is identically the same word that utterance is translated in that fourth verse of uh, Acts 2. Identically the same word. The root word. It's identically the same word. That's translated utterance. In other words, that's what he said. You have no part nor lot in this matter of utterance is what he literally says. Hallelujah. So then it's safe to say from any contradiction, from any intelligent person, that in all five instances, when they received the Holy Ghost, here in the Acts of the Apostles, they spoke with other tongues. Hallelujah. And one should expect to speak with other tongues today. Amen. Amen. And if they don't, then they really don't have a bona fide experience. Keep on drinking till you get full. They were all filled. They were all filled. But now it doesn't end there. Go back again to the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians. And you'll see that Paul is urging the church at Corinth and any other church to continue to continue speaking with other tongues. Now, why? Well, look in the second verse, 1 Corinthians 14, 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. So then, you see, through speaking with other tongues, man may supernaturally speak to God. He that speaketh an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Who's he talking to? To whom is he speaking? God. No man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Weymouth translated, he speaks divine secrets. He's talking secrets with God. Hallelujah. 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 That is a scriptural purpose for speaking with other tongues. That men may speak supernaturally to God. Now another purpose is that believers may magnify God. You remember there in Acts 10, 46, those circumcision, other circumcision that came with Peter said, 
were astonished because that on the Gentiles is poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and do what? Magnify God. When you're speaking with tongues, you're not magnifying the devil, you're magnifying God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then notice the fourth verse of the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians. He that speaketh the unknown tongue edifieth himself. He that speaketh an unknown tongue edifieth himself. It's a means of spiritual edification. Now the word edify means he builds up himself. Builds up himself. Notice what Jude said. You know, just one chapter in Jude. But you could turn over there if you want to. Just, you know, just this one chapter here prior to uh, Revelation. And you remember that Jude said, But ye, beloved, in the 20th verse it is, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves. See, Christians need to build themselves up. Of course, we know feeding on God's Word will build you up, but there's other ways too. We need all of them. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. See, it won't give you faith, but you need to be built up on your faith. Amen. How are you going to do that? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. How do you do that? All right, go back to 1 Corinthians 14, 14. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, amplified has it, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prayeth. Isn't that praying in the Holy Ghost? But ye, beloved, building up yourselves. Building up yourselves. Amen? Amen. He that speaketh unknown tongue edifies himself. He builds himself up. It's a means of spiritual edification. Amen. Somebody asked Smith Wigglesworth, what was the secret of his success? He, he says this in the book, Every Increasing Faith, messages that he preached and taken down shorthand and edited. Because they want to know the secret of his success because he had revivals on every continent of the earth. Marvelous healings. He said, well, I was going along doing the best I could. Until somebody told him about outpouring of the Holy Ghost in an Episcopal church there in England. And he got baptized the Holy Ghost speaking other tongues. And he said, I just get into my, my secrets this. It couldn't be education because I never went to school a day in my life. Started working in a factory. Didn't have any child labor laws in Started working in a factory in England when he was six years old. Never went to school a day in my life. So it couldn't be education. That couldn't be my secret. Couldn't be pulpit etiquette, so I don't even know what the word means. <laughs> he said, uh, I, I just get the, in the privacy of my own bedroom and edify myself a couple of hours every day. And then I go out at night and edify the people. Yes. See, you can't, you can't build others up until you get built That's up. Right. Amen. You are listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the book by Ken Hagen entitled, Power Up, Getting Charged with God's Word. The next resource in this package is Lynette Hagen's four-CD series entitled, Releasing God's Power Through Prayer. 
These great resources are at the special price of $21.95. That's $18 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have a magazine that we send out every yes. month. How many we send out? That's uh, your deal. It's almost 300,000. Almost yes. 300,000. It's called the Word of Faith. Now, you can get it mailed to you, but the easiest way to get it is to go online to rhema.org, and you can read the Word of Faith magazine online, or you can download it right yes. there on rhema.org and it is a great magazine yes. it always has an article a timeless teaching from my from dad, dad you know mm-hmm. and then I have an article in there and you have an article and Greg will have one in there sometimes and Denise yes. and then others and then we got one special page back there just for the kids uh, Denise, uh, my daughter, she's in charge of all of the, the student ministries around here from the time they come into nursery to they graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of her jobs. That's right. And, uh, and she has something back there for the kids. But, hey, you know what? The adults enjoy it. <laughs> they like to, they do, like to do, well. the, do the kids' page as well. That's I've right. heard several of them say so. Yes. But the Word of Faith magazine, it's a great magazine. You have your seed thoughts on there besides mm-hmm. the other articles. And I always have my little blurb heart to heart it actually comes out of some of my devotionals and just different areas comes out of my preaching yes just a little blurb out of one of my sermons it's a great magazine you need to get a hold of easiest way to get it is go online to rhema.org tomorrow on rhema for today we'll continue kenneth e hagan's life-changing message on praying with all kinds of prayer volume five that's tomorrow on rhema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.